Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today I'm chatting to Rachel Alex. She's a sound designer at Isotope. Rachel, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a uh, pleasure to be chatting to you today, Rach. It's, um, how's, uh, how's things where you are? are you, uh, whereabouts are you joining us from? I'm joining you from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Okay, cool. Is that where, that's where Isotope's based, right? Yep, I live about a five-minute walk from the office, oh. which is wonderful. <laughs> oh, that is very convenient, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great, great. How have you been, uh, Rachel, during the pandemic then? Have you been kind of working remotely or have you been going into the into Isotope? Have you, yeah, what's the situation been? Yep, I've been, I've been working fully remote, um, even though the office is five minutes away. It's been pretty much closed down except for a few people accepting right. packages there and um, our hardware team that needs to be in there. But um, yep, I've been working remotely. Um, there's definitely some upsides and downsides. I get to hang out with my two little dogs all oh. day, which is great. Um, and downsides, I obviously miss interacting with the people at Isotope in person. Um, yeah. really great culture that we don't get as much working remotely. Yeah, of course. And I would imagine the company has uh, tried to kind of keep that up through, you know, um, getting everyone involved in meetings and stuff. And it's, I mean, it's nice that you're only five minutes up the road from, from work. Um, it's nice to know that, you know, if you do want to go into the office, you, you can, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I it's it's nice, but it kind of doesn't matter. They've they've been pretty strict about okay, right. letting people into the office. Yeah, fair unfortunately. Enough. Yeah. No, that's But that's I funny. walk by it and I see it and I wave. <laughs> cool, cool. Um and what are kind of the main ways obviously it's been a it's been a strange time for for everyone, um especially those working in music and and companies working in, in this kind of space, but how has how has Isotope had to to adapt? Uh, really, what are the main ways that you've seen things kind of change over the last year, Rachel? Um, from from your kind of perspective, um, a few things that are really interesting. So we had a lot of, or we have a lot of employees that have worked remote. Um, some employees in Berlin, okay. employees on the West Coast, and. They were always dialing in via Zoom when we were in the office and they kind of didn't get a great experience mm -hmm. at that point. And I think being remote has made us just really realize that we weren't um, we weren't accommodating the mm -hmm. remote employees in a lot of ways. Um, and it feels like the playing ground is a lot more equal now that we're remote. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also have gotten a lot better at zoom, have found a lot of zoom audio hacks because I have <laughs> to do a lot of audio sharing. Okay. Um, so I think, I think that's a big one. Um, also we've definitely had sort of an adjustment on the meetings front, mm. I think when you're in person in an office, meetings are a little bit less 
laborious or labor intensive mm-hmm. than when you're on Zoom. And so we've adapted a no meetings Wednesday sort of thing where people don't put important meetings on the calendar on right. Wednesday so people can just get work done and mm-hmm. take a break from that, which has been really cool. Yeah, so I guess it's it's mostly been about um, being flexible with employees and making sure everyone's accommodated, right? Um, yeah. Because everyone's yep. situation is different and I suppose it's, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your background, Rachel, if that's all right. How did you first get into, you know, the music and audio side of things? Yeah. So I um, I got my start in music actually playing clarinet when I was younger. Okay. Um, and that just really led to an, a passion and intense interest for all things music. Mm. Um and started singing, songwriting, playing piano, and um, performing when I was a teenager. And as a um, engineer, sound engineer, where I performed most often, offered to record some of my music for free. And that really just led to a really intense interest in what he was doing during the recording process and it made me really interested in production. How do I take these single melody piano songs and turn them into something that, um, that you hear on the radio? Um, and from there, I got really into live okay. vocal production. Um, really interested in like the kind of stuff Kimbra and Imogen Heap are doing mm-hmm. and um, and then ended up taking that passion for vocal production to college where I studied contemporary writing and production okay. at Berkeley. Um, so basically a major that's half about production in various settings and half about writing music mm. in all types of commercial settings. Yeah. Um, and through that time, I was performing a lot still um getting really involved in the electronic music scene at Berkeley mm-hmm. and um kind of just led to me wanting to make the tools for people like me live vocal production tools mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. um and that's kind of how I found Isotope I started as a customer care agent and got an opportunity to play at a company party really early on, like a month after I got hired. And that just opened up a world of opportunity at Isotope. Um, I got to do the marquee video for Vocal Synth 2 as a customer care agent. Um, Got to do a whole bunch of like Isotope company songs and videos that were played at company meetings and then eventually ended up on a project with Kimbra, um, mixed one of her songs with her and talked through the production process with her. Um, that was really cool. And then that landed me in sound design. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I saw that video with, with Kimbra and I've, I've been, um, listening to some of her stuff and she, she's super interesting. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd really yeah. love to, 
to chat to her for the podcast at some point as well. But it's interesting the work um, that you've been doing there already. I mean, and it's also interesting, Rachel, that you come from a live background, a live performance background, and that kind of translated, you know, directly into you, you know, wanting to make the tools um, to facilitate that, uh, you know, having yeah. that having that kind of direct experience um, is cool. I mean, would you say that that, that side of things interests you the most like the live performance side is that something that's always been um a passion of yours yeah definitely i think with more, live more the, performance more the vocals i mean you mentioned the the, the vocal yeah. side of things yeah yeah um the vocal side of things is definitely my bread and butter that is where i think i've I'm most passionate about yeah. vocal production. I think it's it's one of the coolest parts of music production and really, really love it and really love when I get the opportunity to work on a vocal product at yeah. Isotope. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, um, Isotope's products are uh, kind of... Uh, industry-leading kind of uh, tools that are, that are super widely used. I mean, um, people listening uh, at the moment would would instantly recognise things like RX, Ozone, uh, Neutron um, mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. I mean, they all do different jobs, obviously, and, and we'll come on to that in a moment. But um, it might seem quite obvious, Rachel, but as a as a sound designer at, uh, at Isotope, why, why is that such an important role for for a music production uh, software company. What, tell us a little bit about the role um, itself and kind of why it's, uh, why it's so pivotal. Yeah, so kind of as a broad um, description, really any sound that the customer can make out of one of our products is something that has been tuned in by the sound design department. So anything from the presets you're hearing, we created. The knob that turns your reverb up, we checked every perimeter on that knob and made sure it sounded good Mm -hmm. and had a use case. So really, we're the ears that hear the product first and make sure it sounds good before users are playing with the product sure okay okay cool and kind of give us an idea of your day-to-day uh job i mean what what's kind of describe a typical day in the life of a of a sound designer at isotope yeah this my day-to-day is different every day um i work on three different product teams at the moment so i work on our spire hardware and app I work on um, kind of more of our post-production mm-hmm. stuff. And then I also work on like the vocal synth um, nectar sort of more creative products. Okay. And I guess like, like on a busy day, I'd be in meetings hashing out what a feature should be with our product managers and a group of our developers. Um, Sometimes I'd be creating like two hours of audio for our research department Mm. to do something with. Um, I'd be, if we weren't remote, I'd be in the studio with Aspire Studio, Mm -hmm. um, testing out, doing exploratory testing for a feature we're planning to release. 
Um, and then I'd be sitting down with Ableton making macros with raw DSP to try to make a feature come to life. Yeah. Okay. So quite a hands-on job that you have, like it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I think like when you say sound designer to someone, they think that it's a very technical job and I'd say that it is, but a lot of what I do is playing around and trusting my intuition Mm. and going with my gut and then making a recommendation based off of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine you get, you know, you're getting quite a lot of feedback from, from users all the time that then feeds into your process, um, which is obviously super important. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And you, I mean, you mentioned uh, Spire Studio, Rachel. I know that's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, Isotope's kind of mobile production um, platform, isn't it? Which is, yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a cool little tool, actually. And and uh, have you seen a lot more? I'm just curious to know if you've seen a lot more engagement with that from users over the last year, like kind of you know during the pandemic. Um, being a mobile tool, is that something that you've seen a bit more a bit more traffic going through that? Yeah, um, it's really interesting. So we we built the platform mainly off of a piece of hardware, like a mobile um, hardware recording device. Sure, okay. And in the last year of the pandemic, we've put a lot more effort into making the app a really great experience, just the app without the, um, without the hardware. Mm-hmm. And I would say we've gotten... We've gotten a lot more interest, a lot more interaction. Um, we've put a lot of Isotope DSP into that app, and I think it's really cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It's um, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Spire Studio, uh, and it's good for um, you know self-producing on you know guitar or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's just good for kind of bedroom producers who are just looking to kind of break into that into that world, which is. Um, which is yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's not it's interesting that you get to work on this stuff, um, kind of day to day. I mean, I know it's it's just work for you, but you know, it's uh, it is interesting. It is. I would say it's really cool, even though it is day to day. Like I sometimes take a step back, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> can't believe I'm working on this stuff. Yeah, yeah it is cool. It is cool. Uh, give us an idea about um, the relationship between departments there are as a tote Rachel because I know kind of 20 years ago when the company was started it was it was quite small um obviously as as every company is when it first starts but I know you've got um a couple of offices now I think there's I think 200 people at the company I was speaking to um to uh Alexi Lukin one of your one of your colleagues uh not too long ago you know it's grown quite a lot um yeah just, yeah, like I say, just give us an idea of, of sort of the relationship between departments, for example, between yourself working in sound design and, and perhaps product product management teams. Um, yeah, what's the what's the kind of um, ecosystem like there at Isotope? Yeah, so we're pretty collaborative. I'd say, um, I'd say we're meeting with product management and marketing at least once a week on every team. Mm-hmm. Um, we do at least one sync between the company or between um, the different departments that work on a product at least once a week, mm-hmm. um, which is really great to just 
be staying up to date on what's happening across the board, um, figuring out if anyone needs anything. Um, I'd say we're very collaborative um, and there's not really any secrets between the departments, mm -hmm. which helps us work a lot more efficiently, yeah, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, it's very important. Um, yeah. Now, uh, obviously, there's a lot. I imagine there is lots you're working on at the moment, mm -hmm. um, but and, and there's probably a lot that you can't tell us about. But is there a few yeah. things, uh, initiatives, and projects that maybe you're working on at the moment or are coming up, uh, Rachel? That you can that you can tell us about. Give us a little kind of teaser about. Yeah, um, on the Spire Studio front, keep mm. an eye out on that. Um, we've been working like crazy to get some really cool effects and processing out to users to make the experience even more like a recording studio okay. and, um, and clean up audio and room noises. So that's one that I'm really excited about. Awesome. Also, um, if you are a subscriber to the Isotope Producers Club, keep an eye out for some really cool vocal stuff coming soon. Okay. Okay, that's uh, yeah, not much, not much to give away there, but that's quite good in a, in a yeah. sense. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to give too much away. Um, yeah. Okay, that's okay. That's great. That's great. Now, um, what else? Uh, what else is, is, is got is in the pipeline, really, Rachel, for the rest of this year? Is there any kind of um, uh, anything in particular that the Isotope is focusing a little bit more on? Because I know the company is very much involved in the education side of things. Um, is there anything, any particular initiatives that maybe you're involved with or that you're aware of that, because I know the company, and I'm sure you're aware, um, that the company partnered with Native Instruments recently. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much you know about that kind of, um, that partnership going forward, but is there anything like that that, that you can kind of tell us about? So the the most that I know is that we have a company chat channel with some folks from Native Instruments. Okay. Um, we don't really have any solid plans with Native Instruments mm -hmm. at the moment, um, except that there's there's mutual respect and mutual interest mm -hmm. from either side, um, from both companies, which is really cool. Um, Native Instruments is a great company, mm -hmm. and whether or not we do stuff with them. I love that we're a sister company with them. Um, and I think we're really just taking the this year to focus on really getting a solid subscription and beefing it up and giving a lot of content and products to users that they'll love. Yes, yes. And, the, and obviously you guys moved to the subscription model pretty recently that's quite a yeah that's quite a new thing how is how has that yep. been going Rachel because you know a lot of companies have been gradually going that way and it's kind of only a matter of time really before 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 everyone goes that way but how has it been going has there been you know has it been a, a, a lot of tra traction on that as um and I know you guys have been really churning out the content which is fantastic yeah um it does seem like there's some good traction on that I think anyone moving to subscription is going to cause a little bit of a stir. Um, mm -hmm. Some people really love it and some people really don't love it. Um, but 
I think that we're doing it slowly and well enough that it's going really well. Um, it's been really cool to get to work on things other than just product, like mm, content mm. for the subscription. Yes. Um, and that has been a change of pace that it's been cool for me as a sound designer. That's cool. That's cool. So you've been involved like as well as the product stuff, it's kind of about the education and, and, and all that kind of side of it as well, I suppose. Cause I know you guys release a yeah. lot of kind of tutorial videos and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that, I suppose that's a, just another, another part of the job for you to, to get involved with, which is, um, which is quite cool. Yeah. Yep. What is, before I let you go, Rachel, um, it's been it's been lovely chatting to you today. Uh, what is your favorite thing about working at Isotope? My favorite thing about working at Isotope is definitely the people at mm. Isotope. Mm. Um, some of my very best friends and some of the most talented musicians ever are from Isotope, um, and I just I really love going to work every day and getting to talk to the brilliant people that I work with on a day-to-day basis. Oh, well, that's fantastic. That's, um, that's the kind of answer I was looking for that you, uh, <laughs> that you do actually like your work. It would have been a bit awkward if you said, well, I don't actually like working at Isotope, um, but, <laughs> but I knew that wasn't yeah. the case. I obviously knew that wasn't the case. No, that's, um, that's great. And I know there is a great uh, company culture there. Um, having having spoke to a few of your colleagues and um, it just sounds like a really nice a really nice place to work so um, yeah that's Definitely. great great stuff great stuff Rachel it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today thank you so much for joining us Sam thank you so much for having me you are very welcome uh, enjoy the rest of your day and hopefully we will catch up very soon you too thank you thanks Rachel bye now Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.